Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. You know what I really love about my intro is that even though I'm pretty sure I wrote it, I swear there were some additions into it. Like, I don't ever remember putting Pleasure Diva into my intro, um, but it's really cool that it's in there, and I'm sure I know who did that. <laughs> so, how's it get any better than that? Um, and if I did do it, wow, what, that was a cool day. I was definitely acknowledging something that I wasn't aware of, but cool. How's it get any better than that? I want to welcome all of you to this show. It's, um, you know, today I actually made bumper stickers for the show. And, and I was, you know, trying to get it as concise as possible. So it was like Inspired Choices Network, had the logo, have the name of the show. And it was, <clears throat> the tagline is a totally different sex radio show. But that's about as concise as I can get with this show. For those of you who have listened, you are likely completely and totally aware that this is a totally different kind of sex talk show. And for those of you who aren't aware of the show, welcome to the totally different kind of sex talk show. So why is this show so different? Well, I look at topics um, from a different kind of point of view, I suppose. I look at all kinds of things, um, you know, through the last uh, over two years, almost three years, I've looked at different things like um, cultural differences. You know, I've looked at um, things that have to do with relationships about how we can actually create orgasms. And I've actually had people on gifting energetic orgasms. There's been a lot of different stuff on this show. So, um, you know, not every episode is the same. That's for sure. So if you um, if you like tonight, and if you don't like tonight, try another episode. And if you do like tonight, try another episode. How's it get any better than that? Um, I love talking about bodies. I love talking about pleasure and ease. And one of the things um, that we often totally forget about is that, uh, you know, we have things that that work for us and don't work for us. And, you know, for for those of you who uh, have ever done stuff like, um, oh, wow, I can't even remember it, Law of Attraction. I actually met Michael Lozier back when he was, like, self-published. And um, I was like, hey, that's cool. You got a cool book. Yeah, it'll probably sell. <laughs> and, um, and his target at the time was to, like, get on Oprah and stuff. And he got on Oprah. And that was, like, 17 years ago, I think. So... Yeah, so the law of attraction. So the law of attraction is a little bit different than what I'm talking about here. In the law of attraction, they have you look at um, your likes and kind of like your likes and dislikes. Um, and, and with this, I'm actually asking you to acknowledge parts of you that you are not willing to budge on. 
So with deal and deliver, sometimes it's just good to know where you're at. You know, like, for example, if you're a person who where you're at in 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 your life is like you absolutely um, cannot be with somebody who is, uh, you know, a vegetarian, for example, acknowledge it and go, wow, I just, yep. I'm not cool with vegetarians. My point of view is vegetarians judge people. Um, then, you know, then just know that and know that um, chances are that dating a vegetarian won't work for you. Um, you're going to spend a lot of time trying to change them and they may or may not spend a lot of time trying to change you. But if you don't like what they're choosing um, and you, you know, and that doesn't work for you and it's like, and it irks you to think about it, then know that that is a point of view that you have fixed, locked, and you are not choosing to change. And you don't have to. That's the thing. And the thing about this deal and deliver thing is we can change it a lot. So one of the things when I'm working with couples, um, and lately this has come up more and more and more, as I'm realizing um, and becoming more aware that this is something that people just don't do much of, ever. Um, They don't have even deal and delivers uh, and they don't make deals and they don't have deal breakers and deal makers with a few things. So one of the things that we often don't have deal makers and deal breakers with is our businesses. We also often don't have deal maker, deal breaker, uh, things with friends. Uh, You know, we might have kind of a knowing of what works for us in romantic relationships and what doesn't. But God forbid we voice anything that's abnormal, right? So a lot of these lists that people have of what I really want in a relationship is somebody who's funny and um, they have their own house and I really want them to um, buy me things and I really would like to have somebody who um, is blonde and is six foot five and has muscles and um, uh, also has uh, both uh, male and female genitals. That's what I'd like. Okay, cool. Well, then now the universe is like, wow, that's like ultimately really specific. Um, so what can be a heck of a lot easier to work with is knowing What works for you in a relationship? Okay, what works for me in a relationship is um, kindness. And then I got to go, oh, okay, kindness works for me. Kindness is a deal maker. Well, what is kindness? And this is where things get funny and interesting. My point of view about kindness and your point of view about kindness may be completely different. So for me, um, kindness right now in these 10 seconds And again, I'm willing to acknowledge that this can change. But right now, kindness for me is like, for example, um, when, say for example, I'm I'm doing some work and uh, my husband notices I'm working away and he's like, he doesn't, and kindness to me is like when he actually takes initiative and goes out, makes dinner and then says, here you go. I made you dinner because I noticed you were working. So um, my husband's pretty brilliant in that he notices these things and this husband lover. <laughs> and I've noticed that he um, that he is very aware of, of what um, I require. And the kindness that he is is that he's like, okay, she requires food. I can give her that. 
And then off he goes and finds something, snacks, food, whatever. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much. Because, you know, I may have just like done a, a 10-hour stint on the computer or something. So kindness doesn't always have to be somebody bringing you flowers or, uh, you know, whatever else people have these expectations of what is kind. Um, you know, for me, it can be incredibly simple things. Um but like, for example, the other day, too, he started laundry when I was really busy doing something, knowing we had lots of laundry. And and generally speaking, um, we have kind of an, uh, a, a way that we dance around the house in terms of like getting things looked after and done. And it's not really something that we sit around and make a chore chart on. It's like, oh, this is required being, um, we require to do this, we require to do that, and we just start doing it. And Everything gets done and nobody's sitting around doing nothing. Everybody's contributing um, and is invited to contribute, including my daughter. So we're, we're all contributing and it's not um, – and she's contributing even more now that she sees that, it, that uh, you know, the payback of a happy mom is well worth it. <laughs> so it's a manipulation I use. It's called assist me, I smile. Don't assist me, I turn into a raving bitch. It's just, you know, the way that I work things. So, um, and, you know, the household is aware of that now and, and, uh, we are working in accordance with that. So one of the things that would be a deal breaker for me, and, and quite frankly, I wasn't really aware of this for a long time. I, I lived with, um, I had several partners that I lived with and, um, things were just kind of, frustrate me. I didn't always have the dance with them. Um, and I would feel like I would have to say, could you please just blah, blah, blah. And I was becoming like the nagging bitch. What I wasn't clear on at the time was what does and doesn't work for me. And quite honestly, I never actually had to vocalize what does and doesn't work for me with my current um, lover. I I really got really clear for me what does and doesn't work for me. And it became really clear to them. Is Mike psychic? Maybe. and Or is he aware that I'm aware, that he's aware that I'm aware, that she's aware, that all of that, right? So what if when you become really, really clear about what works for you, it actually is so evident. It's kind of like, you get really clear on, oh, my eyes are blue. You know, you've looked at them a hundred times. You're like, oh, my eyes are blue. You're really clear on that. When other people look at their eyes, they're like, oh, your eyes are blue. Where sometimes it might be like, are your eyes hazel? Are they green? Are they brown? Are they? I'm really clear that my eyes are blue in this 10 seconds. And I like them that way. And I'm cool with that. And so if you are really, really clear on it, it becomes something that other people can perceive they can see it the energy becomes tangible so when i ask people in relationship to do you know these deal and delivers write down your deal makers and deal make breakers is it's not that you have to sit down with your partner and hash it out and uh you know look at their list and judge the shit out of their list or have them judge the poop out of your list you don't have to do that. It's not required. Make the list for you. Be really clear for you what works for you. And when you get really clear on that, 
it becomes really, really evident to others. Okay, so that I, I ask you to do this because it, <clears throat> for me, has been an amazing contribution to ease in my relationship. You know, whether you're in one for a day, whether you're going on a date, whether you haven't, not even choosing one right now, whether you are choosing ones in the future, you're actually in relationship with many people, friends, colleagues. Um, and like I was saying, you're also in relationship with your business as well, if you happen to be a business owner. Family, you have these relationships. And when you get really clear on what works and doesn't work, you'll find that everything around you just goes, ah, okay. And like the poop that was floating around you, kind of like that uh, the pig pen character from from uh, Charlie Brown, and he always had that like dustbin crap floating around him, you know. So once you get really clear, that dustbin of crap that's floating around you just literally drops. It's choice. Choice is like you choose. This works for me. This doesn't work for me. Choice creates the greatest change in the most dynamic way. You have no freaking idea how much change you can create by choosing and becoming aware and acknowledging what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So, um, you know, and these are different for everybody. If you're trying to look at a relationship book and the relationship book tells you that a good relationship will have you do A, B, C, and D. Well, the thing is, if A, B, C, and D are things that make you go bleh, then no, A, B, and C will not create the greatest relationship for you. Creating the greatest relationship is, for you is knowing what works for you what doesn't work for you? It can get really, really simple, like as simple as that. So I fully, totally encourage you, and we're going to be heading to a break soon. And even if you take the few minutes that we're on break to even just start writing down what are some of your deal makers, you know. So for me, kindness is a deal maker. If there's kindness present, you know, I'm willing to be your friend, your lover, your coworker. You know, kindness for me is one of the greatest um contributions for me to choose into something so and for me kindness is different than what it is for you so being clear on what that is for you too so we're going to take a little break and when we come back from these amazing messages on the pleasure zone i'm going to dive a little bit deeper into some tips and tools on how to actually create um, the deal maker deal breaker uh, let's make a deal deal for you first and then how to bring that into relationship with others when we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. Um, before we get into the show a little bit more, for those of you who would like to connect with me, you can find me on my website at MelitzaYelenich.com. You can find me on all kinds of social media platforms as well, like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all under Melitza Jelenic. Um, and uh, yes, that's good for now, I think. So, And please, if you are on Facebook, you can head over to the Pleasure Zone um, and I actually have a, a business page with, uh, and I often put up all the replays for the show. So feel free to go over to the Pleasure Zone on Facebook as well and like us, follow us, like me, follow me. I don't know why I was talking about myself and as if I'm multiple people, but I'm not. I'm me. So <clears throat> deal makers, deal breakers. So what are some deal makers? And, you know, I often ask my clients who are like saying, oh, yeah, well, I know what works for me, and this doesn't work for me. What he's doing isn't working for me. Um, for example, um, I was working with somebody this week, and they were saying, and it was funny because I totally forgot that I had put this title up for this week. So uh, thank you for that um, coming up, actually, to that client. I appreciate that. And the so the thing uh, that was going on was that there was an ongoing, going issue for like five years that has never changed and um, it all has to do with other people's behavior for this person and so I suggested and I just, and for about maybe this year she'll hear it maybe this time she heard it I'm not sure we'll see what happens so I suggested getting really clear on what works and doesn't work for her and um, one of the things you know for example this ongoing issue, I asked if they were willing to put it to rest, literally put a gravestone on it, let it die, 
and make that the this is not required to talk about file this doesn't need to be rehashed we often rehash things over and over and over again and they actually go nowhere because we're not really willing to shift our point of view on it and neither is the other person so you're basically at a standstill and if standstills work for you choose it if if standstills are a deal maker for you choose it if standstills are a deal breaker for you you got to ask is this you know is this going to be something that is going to have you walk away from the relationship or is this actually a point of view that you know that you can change you're just not willing to because sometimes you'll have points of views that you've completely decided you cannot change um and some of them are like things that you're like yeah it's possible that i would change it um i'm not asking you to change anything and i'm not even asking you to consider that all things are possible because you might not be there yet I might know that all things are possible. I'm not asking you to actually jump on that train with me, only if you'd like to. So if if changing your point of view in your, you know, to you is not something that is plausible, possible, or ever going to happen, then just go, okay, cool. I'm not willing to change that. Then you got to be willing to let the other person know that you're not ever willing to change that point of view. And now comes the time to have a either discussion about it or, you know, maybe that's a walk away situation. Um, if you have, if you actually have a really clear, um, you know, kind of deal and deliver set up in a relationship, or at least you're very clear with your deal makers and deal breakers, that when somebody pulls something off, you're Oh, you know, over and over and over again, and it doesn't change. And you're like, okay, yep, I am out of here because this doesn't work for me. That would be having your own back. Now, a lot of people don't have their own backs in relationship. They're actually looking uh, for the other person to have their back or to have the other person's back. But they're certainly not going to have their own back. So what does that mean, having your own back? You know, it's such a vague concept. So... I was explaining it this way um, because I realized my client went into a beyond when I said having your back. And a lot of people think that that means that you agree with everything that the person says. That's not always the case. So having somebody's back, um, and this is my point of view of having somebody's back. So what's your point of view? My point of view of having somebody's back is being willing to be completely and totally present with them in all of their choices. So say, for example, a friend of mine would say, yeah, I'm out of here. I I just want to off myself and die. And I would say, okay, so would you like me to contribute to you leaving your body or would you like me to contribute to you changing that and staying? Either way, got your back. Like whatever you're choosing, I just would like you to be clear on like what is it that you're choosing. And sometimes just even knowing that somebody is like there no matter what can start to change things. You know, even it's not my point of view that I have to change things, but sometimes just knowing that um, your presence and your willingness to have somebody's back can actually change things dynamically for them. So, for example, uh, having somebody's back would be also um, acknowledging who they are uh, and acknowledging that they have probably far greater capacities than they're willing to see themselves. So 
for example, I had my daughter's back the other day, um, and my mom had her back completely, totally. Um, when my daughter was playing really pathetic, uh, we went out to this event. She had made these beautiful fairy necklaces, and she was sitting there grumpy playing pathetic. And it was really interesting as my mom looked at her and said, okay, well, you sitting there with a grumpy face and she imitated her, is that going to have people choose you? And if you think it is, keep doing it. And if you don't think it is, then what else can you do and be? So that was my mom having Ziva's back totally and completely. And Ziva shifted her attitude about it, her energy about it, I would say, um, shifted her energy about it and went, oh, okay. And then she got up, got herself a sign and started showing everybody in the entire room, like 50 adults. She was like the only, there was one other kid, um, all of her wares, everything she made and was really confident in her product, which is a really beautiful product. And, you know, confident in her pricing, confident in her, her product. And she made $65 um, which was fin- I was so like impressed with her willingness to show up um, and just like say to people, "Hey, look what I've got. Would you like this? I have fairy dust. It can can it can do this, and it's got this. I've got all these different fairy dusts, and they all have different things they do." So she she had these like beautiful little vials on necklaces and created. So having somebody's back like that is you know yeah. If you choose to be grumpy, cool. If you'd like to change it, cool. What's it going to take? You know, that's having somebody's back. Where a lot of people have the point of view that it would be like, now, instead of saying, what are you choosing? Would you like to do this? Is this going to create the result you're looking for? Instead of asking them that question, it would be going, you need to have a positive attitude. You need to stop that. And you need to do this, this, and this, and this. Basically telling them to behave the way you'd like them to behave. That is not having somebody's back. That's being an arrogant ass, which can be fun at times. I'm not saying don't choose it. I'm saying be willing to be it when it's required and maybe um, be aware of when you're using it as your default. So, you know, I'm sure we've all done it as default. So I know I have. I've you know, done that. I'm vegetarian. I'm more right than you. Many times I've... Just in the last five years, I'm changing that. So, so um, know what works. And so, if somebody having your back um, works for you, choose it. If that doesn't make a difference to you, cool. You know what? It's not a thing that's important to everybody. And and I do have some topics that I have noticed are very can be very um, touchy topics. So. For example, you know, some things to look at are about money, are about sex, are about uh, even where you live, right? So if a deal breaker for you is um, that the person never wants to move and you're like, you always desire moving, if your deal breaker is to that, you know, the person is never willing to leave the house or leave the home that you're living in, um, and that just doesn't work for you, then, you know, before you even start the relationship, you already know this person does not desire ever moving. Cool. And you desire moving all the time. And you'd like to move all the time. It would be fun for you to move all the time. Cool. So you know that. Now that you know that, will this work for you? Will one of you have to 
pretzel themselves into the other person's universe so that you can maintain a relationship. And does that actually work for you? So ask these things because sometimes it'll be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's not such a steadfast, yes, I have to stay here. Um, and if it is, and you're both like totally polarized and not choosing different, acknowledge it and then maybe look at, you know, will this, you know, choosing this relationship contribute to your life in five years, 10 years, 500 years? You know, ask these questions. So, you know, where you live can definitely create an impact for people. And if if it's just absolutely on just bugging you where you live and you really desire to move and your partner is like, no, we're never moving, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so either you can stay and you can be uncomfortable in your home. You can also stay, look at the home environment and ask what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to have total ease with this for all eternity. You can ask these questions. There's a lot of things you can ask. And you can, you know, am I willing to change this is number one to ask. Am I willing to change this and choose something different? Oh, I am. I'm brilliant. Awesome. And if you aren't, if you're absolutely no, you also might want to wonder, like, are you choosing this so that you can get out of the relationship? Because sometimes we are actually choosing out of relationships by choosing to have fixed points of views about things so that we think it'll never change. I've done that. I'm kind of like the master of that. So if you guys would like some tools on how to choose to be really stuck in something to make sure that you get rid of a relationship, I can teach you. This is something I'm very good at. So, um, yes, just so you know. And um, we're going to head off to break. And when we come back, more tips and tools on creating a, a deal and deliver that works for you in relationships. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. 
Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight's topic is Let's Make a Deal. For those of you who remember that show as well as I do, I love that show. I think it's still on TV, and I don't have TV anymore, so there you go. I choose not to. I like Netflix. Anyway, um, that was total side note. So when it comes to making uh, making your list, how do you make this list? Let's get pragmatic. So... Um, one of the things I'd like to start with is look at all the things you complain about. You know, if you're a person who's complaining about, oh, he never calls me, he never does this, he never gives me presents, he never blah, 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 she never does this, she never gives me oral sex, blah, 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 blah. You need to write down all of your complaints. Write them all down, every single one of them. And, you know, 37 book later, you're going to go through your 37 books of complaints one by one. Yes, you are, because you're going to get clear on this. And every single one of them, you're going to ask, okay, truth, is this mine? Is this somebody else's or something else's? Question mark. I'm just wondering... <laughs> Because a lot of times we have points of view in relationships that we think, oh, that is awful and terrible. We think that we've been buying into that. And the truth is not even our point of view. Woo Who knew? Well, when they're not your points of view, you can let them go, Charlie. Just take them and chuck them out the window because you do not require those babies anymore. They are like dirty underwear. And of course, unless you're into dirty underwear, and I knew, do know there are sites on the internet that sell dirty underwear, so there is an interest in dirty underwear. Long story short, if you don't enjoy dirty underwear and dirty underwear is showing up, you can just let it go. Chuck it out the window. All right. Let's go through the whole list. Even if there's 37 pages or 37 books of it, go through your list. Every single one of them. Is it mine? Is that my point of view? Truth? Truth, oh my God, that's not, that's my mother's point of view. Interesting point of view, I had that point of view. That's not even my point of view. I'm adorable. Cool. Sometimes you might be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's def definitely, that's my point of view. Oh my God, I felt that way my entire life. It's my point of view. Now, okay, if you really felt that way your entire life and you have this super fixed point of view about something, A, are you willing to change it? Okay. Cool. If you are willing to change it, ask, you know, is this something that you vowed to in another lifetime to maintain a certain value or ethic or moral standing on something? Could be anything. No, orange pop is evil. Anybody who drinks it is not allowed in my life. That's, you know, could be somebody's point of view. So if that is their point of view, 
then you got to look at and determine that they've had this point of view their whole life. Is it a point of view that you've had from another lifetime? And did you vow to it? And are you willing to change it? And if you are, destroy and uncreate all your oaths, vows, and swearings, and commitments, and promises, and blah de blah to that. And if you don't know how to do that, you can contact me, because I am aware of how to do that. So I can contribute to you, and we can facilitate that and change that and see what else is possible. Okay? How do you do that? Just ask. Give me a call. Give me a ring. Find me. Find me. You can find me. I know you can. So, um, that is one thing. Um, and now, okay, so who does it belong to? Is that even mine? Oh, it's not mine. Oh, it is a vow. Oh, it's not a vow. Okay, so now what? Okay, so it's not a vow. It's not mine. It's definitely part of my DNA. Huh. Okay. And am I willing to change it? I am. Cool. Next question is, are you biomimetically mimicking somebody? What's that? That's when we start to imitate people, their behavior, their body, their pathways, their pains, their realities. So if you are doing some of that, give me a call. Let me know because we can clear that too. How fun is that? And there are clearings for that. You can find them around. They're all over. They're all over the place on Access Consciousness. Uh, Dane here did a video on biomimetic mimicry a couple years ago when he became aware of it. So that's Dr. Dane here. You can find that on YouTube. Okay, so going through the list and looking at everything. Um, and some of them, you might even write them down. And halfway through writing them, you might like be like, oh, that's not even real for me. Okay, Scratch it off if it's not even real for you. Um, and so the very last ones that you are left with that are possibly fixed points of view that you have no desire whatsoever to change, let's look at those. And you may have five of them left. And then you got to ask, okay, am I being that or doing that? Yeah, everybody hates that question because Guess what? Usually the things we judge the most are the things we are being. Oh, yeah. So if you're really willing to, like, pull down your barriers, pull down your barriers, pull down your barriers, you might get that you are being that or doing that. And you might also get that if you aren't being that or doing that, which probably chances are you're being that and doing that, but if you aren't being that and doing that, then I would start to really ask, um, you know, is is this something that will, you know, is this something that if this continues, um, am I going to be willing to allow this to continue? Is this the end of the relationship? Because, you know, there, uh, when you really get clear on it, there probably aren't that many things that will ha- have you... Uh, have a deal breaker that will have you break a relationship that will have you say, no, I'm never talking to this person again. There are probably very few things on your list that are truly things that are deal breakers for you that are points of view that you're not willing to change, that you're absolutely determined to choose. And then now that you've got that list, oh, wait a second, these are my points of view that I have. Start to ask, are these are these my points of view? Are they preferences? Are they awarenesses? Ask those questions. Are they preferences? Cool. You might you might not have the point of view that you have to be a vegetarian. You might have a preference about vegetarian. 
And you might not even, and even at that, you know, you might even start to go, oh, okay, well, it's not really even, so it's not a preference, it's not a point of view, it's, you know, it can be something, it's not even maybe a fixed point of view. You might be completely willing to shift it once you start to really look at, is it an awareness? Oh, it's an awareness. Oh, what am I aware of? So ask all of these things because what you might actually be aware of is that you are, again, this kind of takes it full circle, you may actually be aware that you are choosing this point of view in order to create um, change in the relationship, as in you may be choosing to walk away. What am I aware of with this? You know, Is this a fixed point of view? Uh, is this something I'm willing to change? Is it, yeah, so, and is it a preference? Because sometimes it can just be preferences, but we've decided that they're judgments We've decided their awarenesses, and they might just be preferences. Like, I prefer chocolate. That doesn't mean that if I don't have it, I'll die. Or does it? Depends on your point of view, right? So look at those things. Now, we've got, like, the whole other side of it, right? Like, what are your deal makers? How do you know what works for you? Because, you know, you've been in all these miserable, messed up, twisted relationships where you turn yourself into a pretzel with no yoga practice whatsoever, yet you've become a contortionist of magnitude and you don't even know how that occurred. And you're like, wow, if I was just this flexible, truly, I would actually be in maybe Cirque du Soleil. That would be fantastic. But you're not that flexible because you're actually just twisting yourself and becoming highly uncomfortable. And your body is actually crying and you're like not listening to it. Your body knows. Listen to your body. Your body knows a lot about relationships. If you're starting to feel like twisted and contorted, um, you might want to ask if that's working for you. Some people like that twisted and contorted feeling. I personally, that doesn't work for me. When I'm in a, uh, in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a business relationship, or, uh, you know, with my lover, then, or my family, then, you know, if I notice this energy coming up where I start to shrink away, slink away, kind of turn myself uh, inward and start to um, contort myself, I know something is going on there that does not work for me. So I'm not willing to be vulnerable with that person. Um, and uh, there's something I'm aware of. I'm aware that I'm aware and I'm aware that I'm not willing to really be around them. So if I was willing to be around them, I'd be willing to be vulnerable with them and be present. And there are people that I choose not to be around and I'm aware of them and I'm aware of what my energy, uh, what that creates for me, for my body and for me energetically. And um, it's not fun for me. It's not wrong. It's just not fun. And it's not expansive for me. So I would choose that for what? I don't know. And I have in the past chosen to be um, in that kind of um, situation, I guess you could say, where it's like uncomfortable, like every day is like walking on eggshells, just getting through it and not fun. And it is not necessary either. And it wasn't until I got really clear on what does and doesn't work for me that I could actually go, wow, that does not work for me. And now I'm aware of that energy. So when that energy comes up, it's kind of like a big flashing neon sign. I'm like, oh, there's that energy. 
cool. So glad I was willing to be clear on what does and doesn't work for me because now this is like a giant flashing neon sign and I can see it. I can sense it. I'm aware of it from miles away. And you guys will be too as soon as you get really clear on what does and doesn't work for you. These things become like flashing beacons. And what does work for you also becomes a flashing beacon. You're like, whoa, kindness works for me. That energy that I perceive as kind that matches that person. Woo, I'm choosing it. That's fun. And and you'll be aware of when there being other things too because not everybody is 100% kind all the time, um, although pretty close, some people. So how does it get any better than that, really? Um, so yeah, knowing what excites you when you're around people, what gets you happy like to choose like, to be in their presence. That's part of your deal makers. So we're going to head off to break. And when we come back, you know, during break, you guys can write down some of your deal makers. If any of you guys who are listening now and you'd like to call in and talk about your deal breakers and deal makers, feel free to call in. We've got phone numbers um, you can find in the chat room, one 880 in the U.S. and 1613-800-8736 in Canada. Feel free to call in and we can talk about your deal breakers and deal makers. Um, if you'd like a contribution on that right now, I would love to contribute to you. So we're going to head to break and when we come back, more on the deal breakers and deal makers. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. 
This is the Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. That was funny. I just got a little carried away listening to my own intro there. That was kind of funny. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that sounds lovely. Oh, it's my show. I'm here. Hi. How are you? <laughs> so that was that was really cute. I'm adorable. Um, so deal, I was like, wow, I'm so excited to hear about these deal makers, deal breakers. Oh, this is my show. I need to talk. Yeah. That's me. So, welcome back. Zoning to the pleasure zone. That's where I was. I was in the pleasure zone, wherever that is. It's everywhere. Wherever you choose to be, you are the pleasure zone. So, what is a deal maker? What is that? Um, What makes you choose a real... Makes you, forces you, actually ties you down, straps you down and says... I make you choose this relationship. It's not that forceful, honestly. Um, Just calling it a deal maker. It's what makes the deal work. It's what gets the deal moving and hopping and shaking and people choosing it. So, you know, if somebody is like offering you, uh, say, a million dollars for a job and you're like, yeah, deal, got it, done, (laughs) right? Like there are certain things that will have you go, yes, I'll choose that. So what are like the million dollar energies that have you choose relate a certain relationships? Um and are also when you look at those, write them down. Write them down and guess what? You're going to go through every single one of those as well. Yes, you are cuz you're going to be a good student and you're going to do this homework. And then, yeah, that's what you're going to choose because that's what you can choose. And you can choose not to. It's okay. So if you'd really like to, though, get really clear, then start writing down all your deal makers. Like, oh, yeah, when somebody like takes me out to dinner and they're kind and they do this. So what are your your million-dollar energies that have you choose a relationship? Write them down. So when you get really clear on what they are, same thing. Go through them one at a time. Truth, is this mine? Oh, I don't actually require somebody with a jet plane. Oh my God, I'm so cute. You know, you're going to start to think certain things are deal makers that, again, you've bought points of views from other people. Just because you think a deal maker is a positive thing doesn't mean that it's yours. It's just a point of view. And is it even your point of view? And then, so once you figured out what's yours, what's not yours, move on to the things that you're like, oh, no, no, definitely, that's mine. I've had that since babyhood. Again, ask, do you have any vows to that? Like, have you, you know, perpetrated the point of view about certain perfect things in relationships? Like, the guy always puts down the toilet seat is such a deal maker. Um 
that, you know, if you have that point of view that, oh, yeah, if he does that, then he's awesome. I'm in. I'm choosing him. He's so fantastic. Or she's so fantastic for putting down the toilet seats. Because maybe there's girls who pull up the toilet seat, too. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. So, uh, you know, if if the toilet seat is a thing that you think you've had since babyhood, clear your oats and vows on that, too, and see if it's still ringing as something that's so, so much of a deal maker that you have to have it. Uh, or that when it's there, you have this illusion that all the relationships going, to, it's going to work because deal makers are in place. Might not even be your deal makers. They might be things that you have vows to from other lifetimes. And then again, ask to whatever's left, start asking, like, is this a point of view? Is this an awareness? Is this a preference? Would I like to change it? You might not even like to change it. So some of them can be preferences, which don't actually have the same kind of charge to them as a deal maker or a deal breaker. So preferences are a little different. You know, do you prefer to have your house at 70 degrees and your partner prefers it at 55 degrees? If those are preferences, those are things that you can shift, you know, wearing sweaters or not sweaters or whatever. And if it's a fixed point of view that your house has to be at 70 and you're not willing to change it, then chances are it could actually create a rift in the relationship that that creates people fighting about, you know, the temperature of the house over and over and over again. Now, again, if you are into S&M and you like fighting, cool, then that works for you. If you're not into S&M and you find yourself in in relationships where you're always fighting, you might want to ask, what do I love about this that I keep choosing it? Because when you perpetually choose something that you you swear doesn't work for you, um, you lie into yourself because you love it. You love it, so you keep choosing it. Or you would change it because you're brilliant enough to change it even if you don't think you are. I know you are even if you don't think you are. So if your relationship is driving you mental and you'd really like some more clarity on it, or if you'd like to have somebody sit in the middle and mediate you, no, I don't really mediate people. I facilitate, and I've facilitated couples before. So if this is going on um, in your world and you'd really like to change it, um, and you'd like to be facilitated with it, um, and you happen to like me, you can find me on melitzajelinek.com. You can write to me through um, Facebook or through my whatever. Find me. Write to me. I'd love to hear from you. I want to thank all of you for listening tonight. I hope you have some more clarity on how to actually go through and create your deal and delivers um, some questions to ask with that. There's a lot more questions you can ask. I just went through a few. Um, hope that contributes to you. And I look forward to having you guys all on with me next week when I'll have another exciting topic. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.